Hi, I'm Steve Nordmark. My wife and Steve. I'm my three boys. Steve, you're taking the spotlight. Come on now. This is my time to shine. Well, I want to start this message off with a question. And that question is, have you closed your rings today? Now, you all are looking at me like I am crazy right now because some of you don't have any idea what rings I am referring to. And those of you who own an Apple Watch or something similar just felt a shock of fear go through your entire body because you know the challenge of trying to close your move, your exercise, and your stand ring every single day. You will break your neck just to complete those three neon circles on your wrist. Now, I know I'm explaining it in a way where I make it seem dumb and I make it seem silly, but I am a victim to it too. I am obsessed with closing my rings. I like both the challenge and the accomplishment of it. I like how you can earn virtual rewards, medals, and badges for closing your rings every day of the week, completing monthly challenges along with many other things, and you can even challenge your friends. Now, to explain to you all who have no idea what I'm talking about, you have the move ring, which is the pink one, and it counts how many active calories you burn in a day. You have your exercise ring, the green one, which counts how many minutes you exercise daily. And then your stand ring, which counts how many times you've stood for at least one minute every hour. And just to tell you how big of a slave I am to this Apple Watch, around this time last year, I fitness challenged Pastor Julie for the week. And I tell you what, I was not doing two a days, but three or sometimes four a days just to beat her, just to burn more calories than her. I was so tired that I would fall asleep on the couch winning at 8 p.m. or sometimes 7.30, depends on what time the movie turns on, right? And then wake up at 11, see that she had passed me and hop right back on the treadmill. I am not messing around, I cannot make this up. But, you know, I won, and I got the little digital exercise badge to prove it. And you know what I did with that badge? I printed it out, I framed it, I hung it um, on the wall, I made it the screensaver on my phone. No, I'm just playing. I didn't do any of that. In fact, I woke up the next morning after that week was done, I, I saw my phone of the badge saying that I had won, and I, I turned it off, I fell right back to sleep. I didn't care, which brings us to today's verse. 1 Timothy chapter 4, 7 through 8. It says, train yourself to be godly. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things. Holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Now, although we should take care of the beautiful bodies God has given to us, it is not coming with us in the life to come. But this verse states the importance of striving for godliness. You see, physical fitness will uh, help us achieve our weight goal or get a digital exercise badge that doesn't really matter in the long run. But spiritual fitness rewards us with the ultimate goal, with the ultimate reward, which is heaven. Now, I want to ask you again, have you closed these three rings yet today? Your prayer, your Bible, and your witness ring. We all know uh, physical fitness is important, but so is spiritual. So how can you achieve godliness and be rewarded with eternal life? Close these three rings every day. First, the prayer ring. 
Now, prayer is key to having a strong and intimate relationship with Christ. It is where we verbally communicate with God through praise, through petition, supplication, thanksgiving, and spiritual warfare. It's where we thank God for being who he is and for what he does. It's where we present the requests of others and of ourselves at the feet of Jesus. It's where we give up our pride and admit that we can't do it all, and we give it to the one who can. It should be where it all begins, not where we turn to, when nothing that we are doing seems to be working out. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says it best. It says, rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It is God's will that we verbally praise, give thanks, and, and talk to him. He wants to talk to us. He wants to help us out. He will never put earmuffs on or decline your call or go out of his way to try to avoid you. Now, he, he won't do any of that. He won't tell you that your prayer is too big or that your prayer is too small or it isn't fancy enough and that you need to try again. With as much or as little as you give him, he is able to do immeasurably more than we could ever ask, think, or imagine. He just wants to hear from us. Now, second, the Bible read. Reading about the miracles and promises of God is greatly important when strengthening your relationship with Christ. Through each and every page of the Bible, we see God's holy, unchanging, faithful, gracious, and loving character. We are also able to learn right from wrong and grow to be spiritually mature and righteous. Each morning, I spend time in the Word, meditating on the scriptures, searching for what God is giving me to cling on to that day. And a lot of times, it is exactly what I need to hear. God has spoken to me directly through passages that have been written thousands of years ago. These scriptures are written for your very circumstance. As it is recorded in Psalm 119, God's word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. It guides our ways and is a solid rock for us to stand upon. The Bible also equips us to adequately and wholeheartedly serve him. 2 Timothy 3:16 through 17 says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The Bible trains us to be righteous, trains us to be godly, but as you notice, it doesn't stop there. It says, training in righteousness so that the servant of God, which is you, may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. We read the Bible so that we can be equipped to serve God. It requires both an input and an output action. We need to be a mirror to reflect the light that is God's word back into the world. This brings us to the very last ring, the witness ring. In order to be a witness for Christ, we must strive to be like him. This means setting a Christ-like example for others to look at through the clothes you wear, the music you listen to, the friends you make, the words you speak, and the service that you provide. It means to take advantage of every opportunity to share what you have seen God do in your life. 
Witnessing can be as simple as a smile or giving a compliment to donating food, money, and clothes to volunteering in the community. My favorite verse, Matthew 5.16, says this. It says, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. It is our purpose, not only the purpose of the pastor or the purpose of the clergy, but it is our purpose, us as a church, to make heaven crowded. And you can't just do it here at church. we got to do it out here because here, everybody's got it right here. Everybody came to church this morning. They're, they're in an effort to close their rings. So you got to shine out there in this world. I make a goal to shine God's light in this, in this dark world that we live in every day. And so that others may see my light and glorify God along with me in an effort to make heaven crowded. Over the years, I've found that my favorite way to serve and, and to witness and to shine God's light is through serving God here at church. I am a Sunday school teacher for the preteens. I am a guitar player in the youth band. And I am DJ Wool for the father-daughter dances. <laughs> Along with many other things. But serving God here through this church has single-handedly changed my life. It has given me the opportunity to do things I could never see myself doing, go places I would never see myself going, and meet people I could never see my life without. Last summer, I believe my mom and I spent every day for 23 days straight here at church, um, decorating for VBS, then surviving VBS, and lastly, tearing down after VBS. And one might think that a 17-year-old would have a million and one other ways in mind to spend their summer vacation, but I would have to disagree. I loved every minute of serving God with my mom last summer. And hands down, it's my, my favorite summer by far. Now, if hanging things from the ceiling and sticking things to the wall doesn't sound very fun to you, well... That's okay, because after the service today, we are going to have booths set up advertising the different ministries and the different uh, opportunities that we have here at this church for you to shine God's light. And I encourage you to take time to browse them with an open mind and search for your own way to serve. Closing these three rings every day will help build your spiritual muscle. And much like exercising, where you don't see much result after working out one day a week, you won't see much result in your spiritual life doing the same. Now, obtaining a spiritual six-pack, that I like to call it, and training yourself to be godly is a gradual and steady commitment to closing your rings every day. As you can see, get your rings from looking like that to looking like that. That's what we're going to aim to do. So we just finished up this a sermon series called The Biggest Loser, to open up your mind, your eyes, and your mind to see what is holding you back from getting in the best spiritual shape of your life. Now, whatever that is for you, apply it. Now's a perfect time. We got Lent coming up. So for the next 40 days, let's all work together, encourage, and keep each other accountable to closing our rings every day and shining God's light. We have another testimonial video to show you of someone who is closing their rings every day and shining God's light in our youth group. Please watch. 
Hi, my name is Sarah Messner, and I attend here at Faith Community with my husband, Dan.